0: Hey, Cornerstone nation, John kite coming at you here live. I am so excited about today and about basically this, this recording that we're going to be able to, uh, to get done with the one and only Terry Stevens and, um, Kai Lee. I mean, she is incredible. I think everybody in our organization knows how awesome she is at, um, at, at booking appointments. Uh, there's a couple of agents, her son, Andrew Pappas, one of uh one of Equus's top producers and and johnny roberts um also one of Equus's top producers week in and week out i mean uh and terry may i mean she may be booking appointments for more people i'm not sure but it seems like she she does andrews and i know she does johnny's but i'll let her kind of get into that but i'm so excited that to have her on and to really talk about um you know what she does uh what she does every week it's just it's kind of just become routine for her and and i want her to teach it i want her to slow down and teach um how she basically communicates um to all different lead types i mean not only a leads but also inventory leads leads that might cost a dime you know leads that cost you know two dollars six dollars whatever and so um, she's an incredible communicator um, about the need for setting up the appointment and having the field underwriter uh, satisfy their request. And so uh, so we're going to get down into the weeds of that uh, today. This call today, mark my words, this call today will be absolutely life changing uh, for somebody out there, uh, for somebody that needs to know how do I be efficient at booking my calendar? How? How can I go from booking almost enough appointments each week and staying frustrated, maybe having a good week here, maybe having a good week there, but how do I get on the road to consistency? For some of you guys, it's simply a matter of just booking two to three more appointments per week. You're right there, guys. You're right there. You're doing almost enough to really get it into that category of of, of what we call an elite producer here um, at Equus Financial. And so to teach us today, uh, we've got Terry Stevens. Terry, do I have you out there? Hey, Ollie Collins. Hey, how are you, John Kay? Good, man. While we're getting Terry situated, um, you sent me a text and I actually tried to real quick before I jumped on, like I, I remembered it like 10 seconds before the video started. And so, um, unsuccessful at finding it but you sent me a text uh, a couple of weeks ago about terry's numbers i don't know if it was over a weekend do you have that can you share that like i think over a weekend like she had booked like 54 appointments that was obviously you know for uh for the people she was booking appointments for but also for herself um but 54 appointments over a weekend
1: yeah so i do um So here are the numbers, she, uh, she called for four and a half hours on Friday, seven hours on Saturday, she made 198 phone calls, she left messages whenever it was possible, she did 680 text messages, Um, she called 25, see, people will hear 54, and and a lot of times, John, I know what what you're going to hear next is, well, yeah, but she was probably dialing all those A leads, and I can't afford those A leads. She was only dialing 25 A leads so wow. it's still so let's say she went 25 for 25. she still booked 30 appointments and so 25 A leads 60 60 B and C leads, um, 40 incomplete phone leads, IPL leads, 40 of them and as a matter of fact she booked I know of at least five appointments last week for Johnny Roberts and Johnny wrote over 5,000 on IPL leads that she booked, um, 50 male co leads, and 500 leads that are a year or older. Um, she booked 52 appointments, and then four for the following week. And then people kept texting her, um, you know, and the, and the lead, the lead tally just kept going up for there. And Love so it. it's volume. Uh, so Ollie, Ollie, from your
0: perspective, being her brother, Carrie is as humble as she is. She's not going to tell people how awesome she really is, but from you being her brother and also being the head of the Difference Makers organization, you see what she does in there. You also see how duplicatable she can be you hold your hands up every now and then and go i don't know why more people don't duplicate her and go out there and do the number of appointments that andrew pappas does or johnny roberts or doug wright does um so what would you say about terry that everybody needs to know that she probably wouldn't say about herself
1: well you know and it's the thing that i think makes her so good at, at what she does here she's a bulldog she's got a work ethic you know she was a single mom from a number of years raising four kids never went on state assistance just busted her butt working three jobs making sure her her babies were were uh, were clean and went to school with a full belly and a lunch and did whatever she could i mean she i got her a job working for the wine company that i worked at throwing cases of wine i mean she was like eight months pregnant and she was stocking the shelves of stores with wine because she's a hard worker. Her and her husband own their own business. And that tenacity that you need to have as a small business owner, she's brought here. Listen, she used to ride on the back, well not ride on the back, she used to drive around in a recycling truck, throwing recycling, stinking recycling all day long. When you talk about it's hard to book 15 appointments, no, go spend a day on a garbage truck or a recycling truck. That's hard. But when you take that mentality of whatever it takes and you apply it here, you're going to succeed the way Terry has, you know, you're going to succeed the way a lot of elite producers have. It's that mentality. It's that work ethic, not so much what she says, yes, that's important. She's going to cover that. How she organizes things is important too. But the fact that she was willing to work for 9, 10, 11 hours over a two-day time period to book those appointments, you know, that's, that's, that she's taking pride in the work that you do, that's the difference maker for Terry. Um, so anyway, I, I see her on now, so hopefully we can. Uh, hey, Ollie. Here.
0: So, so now, now it's the, um. That that work ethic that we see in Andrew Pathis now his his secret's out.
1: <clears throat> that secret's out, man. <laughs> he does not get a secret out.
0: It, it it's coming it's coming from Mama right there. So, Carrie, do we do we have you up in live?
2: Hi, can you hear me? Can you hear? Oh, good, you can. Nice. It's so nice to not hear myself. Um. Okay, so where I was at was, I wanted to talk about um, like the exact process um, because sometimes I think people, like I said before, think it's just a, a quick fix or easy, but I think it can be easy if you have a good process and you stick to it. So this is like how, how like this morning started for me as an example. So the first thing I do is I, um oh, after I thank God for, my day. Um, I I look at the calendar of the people I'm setting appointments for. Right now I'm setting appointments for Johnny, Andrew, and myself. So I look at our calendars and I see where the holes are. If there's any holes in Johnny's day, like this morning, there was a few holes. Um, So I went to my text message and I went to my own name and I text messaged myself and I said, um, the available times remaining for your underwriter are today at one and four thirty. Will either one of those work so he can close out on the paperwork? And I shot the text off to about 150 people. And how I and so after I did that, I took a shower, got out, and I had two appointments booked. His day I filled his day. Actually, one of them was a, a, a somebody he'd already wrote. They sent in another lead, so that was kind of funny. But um, so that's how I work now. I, set, um, I send a text, I, see, I fill the holes, and then if there's still holes, then I start making dials. So let me go back even farther in time a little bit because that's sounding super probably um, ahead of the game. So the first thing that you need to do as a brand new person texting is you need to get um, your business on your phone. And what I mean by that is you need to go to opt and you need to log into opt. You need to look at the first lead you have. You need to call that lead. You call the lead and they either answer or don't answer. Um, let's just say every lead doesn't answer or you know they, they don't answer. So you send a text right away. You have the number up on your phone already. You click text message and you send a text. So normally I would already have like uh, the text message would say something like this. Um, Oh, let me do it from an agent's point of view. So I would say, hi, I'm Terry Stevens. I'm the field underwriter assigned to your mortgage protection paperwork. I wanted to schedule a brief meeting with you to go over your protection options. It takes about 15 minutes. I have um, tomorrow at 1 p.m. and 5 p.m. or I have Thursday at you know six and seven, whatever times. Um let me know which which will work and I will um, you know, and I'll get you down, we can get this paperwork taken care of. And I send that text and then I go to the next lead and I, you know, do the same thing. I call them up. If they answer, I try to set the appointment. If I don't set the appointment, let's say they say, I'm not interested, I already talked to somebody and I absolutely don't want you ever calling me again. Then what I do is I go to after they hang up on me, I go to the text, I still go to a text, like I'm texting them, and I say, like Bill Smith, I will note your file. And then I go to opt and I, you know, where it says, uh, you know, the lead, you can mark mark it as um like an appointment or do not call. I mark it do not call. But it's it's in my phone and it's in opt so then i go to the next person and if they um, if i book the appointment great i booked an appointment for tomorrow at one o'clock great i have you down have a good day i send them a text that says that you're all set for tomorrow at one have a good day then i go to opt and i mark it as an appointment and then it's also marked as an appointment in my phone um and then i just go through and eventually as you do that every single person is going to be in your phone. So also if I call, so let's say I have, you know, 100 people in my phone now and it's Friday morning, um, my new leads haven't come in yet and I need to try to start setting some appointments. So I go to my old leads that are in my phone and I go to the the first one, you know, I go scroll all the way through, go to the first one, make a phone call. And if they don't answer, it goes to voicemail, I leave a voicemail then i send a text and the text will say i left you a voicemail and i send that for two reasons one so they say oh she left me a voicemail i wonder what that's about um and two i know i called them so i have always have a running record of how often i call and or text somebody and i think that um So when I'm out doing anything, I always have it with me and um, I can always, you know, call people or text them. I don't let um, the fact that I'm not sitting down in front of my computer stop me from doing my business. If I have a no show, I, I have my whole business on my on my phone. There's no reason why I need to be sitting in front of the computer with you know my carved out time, with my snacks and I'm gonna roll up my sleeves and do it. Now I'm not saying I don't do that. I absolutely do. I absolutely do set um, you know set time, especially Saturday mornings um with the team dials you may not see me on there but i am on text i am on i'm calling i'm texting i always send ollie a message with my uh, leads you know with appointments i've set or what my goals are um i'm those are set times for me i always text in the morning um and then i text again in the afternoon or early evening i um quit texting at 10 o'clock um last night it was i have to ask andrew but i think it was like eleven 30 and i set an appointment um for this morning so i mean if they're answering they're up so i'll i'll and if i'm have my phone and see it i'll respond that's kind of like i kind of take their lead if they're answering me then i'm going to answer them and i don't worry about what time that is um i know that there's a lot of um different philosophies on how you should or shouldn't do things. Like Ollie always says to me, you know, everything everything works and everything doesn't work. And and it's true. Like, um, I leave t- I leave voicemails. And the reason why I leave voicemails is because of this. I was sitting at my mom's house one day and her phone rang, her her house phone. And she sat there and, and stopped talking to me and she was listening. And she was screening her call. And I was like you know why so many people do that? Because telemarketers don't leave voicemails. And I'm like, oh my goodness, so I'm gonna start leaving voicemails. So I leave voicemails all the time. It's To me, it, it, and I know that I am not wanna debate it. Some people do, some don't. It, I mean, whatever works for you, do it. But this is about what works for me, so that I can only speak to that. Um, and what works for me is to leave a voicemail. I have people call me back all the time. And to me, it's not about tricking the client into getting an appointment. It's about booking a quality appointment for people that want an appointment. That's my my goal. My goal isn't to be sneaky and decevious. If people say, is this life insurance? I say, absolutely. It absolutely is. And it'll protect your mortgage. I mean, you know, I'm honest. And people, and I think as long as you, as I, I, I always work from a place of honesty. I don't try to be um devious in any way or you know what i'm saying like a skirt around the issue um i'm you know i I explain mortgage protection they say well what's this about you know i'm gonna call my lender i get that all the time so i say when they say i want to call my bank i say well um your bank doesn't really have anything to do with this um back a long time ago it used to be at closing that you would sit um the mortgage company would give you that protection options for your mortgage and they're like yeah i remember that or whatever and i say well they no longer can do that because it's a lot more than just protecting the policy if you die now um these policies have so many more additional options that could be available to you and that's why he needs to come or i need to come sit down with you to go over those options it will only take a few minutes um you know and then you know that you i know you have all the information you know you have all the information then we can just both move on and i usually book the appointment um you know so i don't i don't really it's not um a one and done this when ali asked me to how many appointments i booked last week and how many hours i spent i literally didn't know i literally had to go back and count because it's you know i think that to get real with you guys you have to have a business owner mentality and if you have a business owner mentality you don't count how many hours you don't count how much time you spent you don't you just do it you know me and my husband like ali said we used to own a business and i mean if i sit down and talk about all the hours i put in in to that company I probably would fall over. I I just, you just do it. It's like when you have a bunch of kids, people will s- used to say to me, oh my goodness, you have four kids, that must be a lot of work. And it's like, well, I mean, I guess it is, but you just do it. Y- you know, when you're sitting around, bemoaning, oh, I was on the phone for two hours. I hate to send all these text messages nobody answered. You know, you're taking time. That's your, t- it takes time to whine. So just go do the work, quit, you know, and that's how I feel about it. It's, I mean, I'm just a mom. I'm not anybody special. Like what I do, anybody can do. And so just do it. And and that's really the bottom line, just to roll up your sleeves, find a system that works for you as far as tracking. I just told you my system, what works for me. Um, maybe you'll use a little bit of my system and maybe you'll use a little bit of John's or Bill Martin's or Rob Jones or Ollie's or Anders. I mean, you'll find your niche what works for you but you're not going to find it. Excuse me. Sorry. I was calling me. That's funny. A callback. You're not going to find it if you don't try. You know, when I first started doing this, I was booking appointments for Ollie and I, I only ever did um, phone calls. Then I slowly morphed into um, text messaging. And from text messaging, I, you know, I just started thinking about it. Like, okay, if I was, if I was a, person, like, what would I do? Um, as far, I mean, I am a person, but I mean, if I was a client, what would I do um, if somebody sent me a text message? So I tried to, to make it like, hi, this is Terry Stevens. I always say my name. It just seems more personable. Um, I'm the appointment setter or I'm the field underwriter. And, you know, at the end of the day, there's always going to be those people that aren't going to respond. And then I have what I call Hail Mary passes that I throw at those people. Um, and what those look like is, I don't know about your phones, but, um, mine, I, you can send an audio message and I send audio messages to the people that absolutely aren't answering phone calls. They aren't telling me, no, they're not, they're just blank. They're doing nothing. Um, I send an audio message to them, um, basically. Um, saying the same thing that, you know, hi, this is Terry Stevens. I'm sending you this audio message today because I've been trying to get a hold of you by text and phone call and you aren't answering. So I'm thinking you might think I'm a telemarketer. So I would, tr- I thought I would try this last uh, way to try to reach you. I'm trying to set an appointment and then I proceed to say what I'm doing. I get people that respond. Does everybody respond? No, everybody doesn't, but some do and some people that I've never been able to get a hold of. Um, I send cute little emojis like a little dog or a little cat. And I'll like, say, here's a little dog and here's a little cat. You know, now that I have your attention, I'm the appointment setter, or I'm the field underwriter. <laughs> you know, I mean, those are the last ditch effort people. And I get some people that respond and they'll say, oh my gosh, that's so funny. And I'm so sorry, I'm sorry, I have allergies and so my nose is really itchy. Um, um, you know, they, they think it was funny and so they answer my text message or they call me, um, you know, and then a lot of times they apologize. And then how I usually make the phone call for new people. I know that sometimes making phone calls is scary because it is sometimes and I think that um, text messaging helps with that and this is why. So if you call somebody on the phone um, after you've been text, say you text them first, and you call them on the phone and you say hi is this bill hi hi bill this is terry stevens i'm the person that's been texting you i'm trying to set an appointment and it it already feels like to them like you have a relationship even though you don't at all but it's almost like a relationship because you've been texting and so you know you kind of pretend like oh yeah i'm the person that's been texting you you know like we're best friends Hint, hint! Don't you want to book an appointment with me? And it's made appointment setting so much easier. In that sense, it's kind of an icebreaker because they'll say, "Oh yeah, I wondered who that was," or "Yeah, I got your text messages. I thought it was just junk," or you know. And then we it, it instantly breaks that ice, and you can instantly move right into setting the appointment. So that is that is super nice as well. Um, I'm not really sure how um, I think I kind of covered a lot of the things that I wanted to talk with you guys about. Um, is there anything, Ali, you have any questions or John?
0: I, uh, I'm i sitting here actually taking notes, uh, Terry, I've got, um, I've got notes sitting here and I, I love, I love your honesty. You know, and here's, here's something I'm going to tell the Cornerstone group, you know, at some point in time, you, Cut, cut the sales crap. Just, just cut it. You know what? I, I, I mean, when I was in the field, I can just tell you that that stuff, it bugged me. Um, I develop. I have my own story and why I started leaving voicemails and I, I, I figured out a voicemail that got so many callbacks. It was incredible, but and I'm I'm not going to teach that. It's not, not my time to teach that, but I mean, what, what you're hearing Terry talk about, and, you know, if some of you guys would cut the sales crap and just start being honest, no deception, don't answer somebody's question with the same canned sales crap that you heard, um, you know, I don't know, whatever, but just if 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 you just seek, Terry said it, it's not the number of appointments that you set up because you successfully win you win you know i, I see some people winning the, the 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 battle in the home and writing an application that always falls off the books two days later why do you want to continue to win that why do you want to try to sell a policy so bad and you're so aggressive that, that your chargeback ratio is is uh, is more than than, than 10 15 percent. i don't understand that and it and don't don't try to tell me it's for the client's good. Okay, what Terry just said is her goal is to book quality appointments. If somebody's rude and they don't want to book an appointment, I, I don't. I don't hear where Terry's given us uh, mechanisms where we're overcoming those people and booking appointments. Success, you know. I think so many people, Terry. I think so many people out there, instead of simply trusting the numbers and going through the numbers, I think people think that somebody like a Brandon Hall, the reason Brandon writes, you know, 20, 25 plus applications a week on his own pen is because he must have figured out a way to make people that aren't interested, make them interested. And and Brandon laughs at that. Brandon's not figured that out, nor does he do that. And I think people think when they see the amount of appointments that you book, oh, so Terry's figured out how to book the people that I can't book, the people that don't want to book an appointment, the people you do get on the phone with and they go, don't ever call me again. I've already got it taken care of. I've done And And you know, I don't see you teaching mechanisms where, Hey, Let me, let me tell you like how to overcome that and book it. I don't want to book an appointment with that person. I mean, guys, we, we don't have a shortage of leads and opt. Go find somebody that, yeah, when they ask you, is this life insurance? Yes, it's life insurance. Let me explain how mortgage protection works. Let me explain life insurance with living benefits. Um, you right. know, uh, or, you know, we, 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 we run across people that are, that are younger than 70 years old in good health that have whole life policies that were probably sold them by some final expense guy that only knew how to sell a whole life policy. Right? So guys, if, if you just slow down, take a page out of Terry Stevens book, if you'll slow down, And if you'll really put your focus on the right things, you'll not only feel better about yourself, but you'll also, you'll also start communicating who you are and what you really represent to the client. Carrie, the last thing I'll say, and I'll, I'll, I'll let Ollie chime in. And that is, I love the fact that you tell people your full name. I did the same thing. I I mean, be personable, Tell people your full name, introduce yourself as the field underwriter. This simply your job is to satisfy their request. Um, and Terry, I love how your whole effectiveness, everything that you developed into started by you just making phone calls. And you know, there are people that still teach in the industry. The only way to book appointments is phone calls. Don't ever leave a message. Don't send a text, call them. Call them eighteen times consecutively and they pick up. I wouldn't want to I like I've never I, like oh don't even get me started on that. Uh Ollie <laughs> Collins, any any uh any comments uh or any um any direction that you want to take Terry in?
1: Well Terry talk a little bit about lead flow. I know that you know you work really closely um with the agents that you set appointments with to make sure that That there's a proper amount of lead flow and and all different types of leads too so could you touch on that real quick hey sure absolutely terry Mm -hmm. also real
0: Mm -hmm. quick before i forget um people have asked me a million times how does terry send these group texts is there is there a is there an app or something that you use
2: Okay, well, let me, I'll answer the group text question first. So I have an iPhone and I, I mean, I don't have an iPhone, excuse me. I have an Android and I have Verizon messaging service that I use for my phone. So this is what I do. I send myself the text. Like if I send the original text out, um, hi, this is uh, the appointment setter or I'm Terry Stevens and then nobody, they didn't answer. So then as I'm booking appointments, and the times are changing then i send an update i say update updated times available um like one four and seven do any of these work for you you know i pretend like they actually answered the first all <laughs> or the first text and i send them an updated time like oh i know you were really thinking about one of those times but here now there's updated times so what i do is i send myself a text message, and I say updated times available are, you know, 1, 4, and 7. Then I um, I send it to myself, and then I go back to the message, and I hold on it, and I forward it, and on my phone and on um, with Verizon Messenger, um, I hold on and forward it, and then I can see all the numbers of all the people I just text. So then I could just click, 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 click all the way down through how many people I want to forward it to and click send. They don't see the other people. It's sent as an individual text. Now I'm sure that um, iPhones would have um, a similar app. I don't know. Um, if Verizon Messenger is different. I haven't really looked at other apps to do that with because mine works Um, and I'm sure if mine didn't work that I would find something. So that's back to, you know, just look and see if you can download the Messenger app. I know a lot of people who have iPhones who have Verizon um, don't use the Verizon Messenger, they use something else. So maybe uh, use that for your business. Um, that's the best I can say for that Um, but it's definitely worth whatever time I mean before I took a shower today I sent 172 text messages out to um, Johnny's clients and um, so when Ali's talking about lead flow um, I book um, for Johnny and Andrew I book a lot of a leads Um, They do both get a lot of A-leads, but sometimes they don't. So I've been booking IPL leads um, for Johnny and for myself. In my area where I live, I don't get a lot of A-leads. So I have to be creative. Um, I buy mortgage protection leads. I buy um, IPLs. I buy mail co-leads, and I treat them all the same. And I know that maybe (laughs) that's not the best thing to do, but I treat them all like they're A-leads. I don't really do anything different um, because I think that the more um, the more wrenches, the monkey wrenches I throw into my system, the more apt I am to be like, "Oh, that's just going to be too much. I'm not going to do it." So I try to keep it simple, so I can just, you know, if it's a mortgage protection lead, the only thing different I might do for mortgage um, or for uh, a life lead, like a final expense lead um is i will change my wording and i will say i'm uh, for your insurance for your life insurance um and i'll call them i don't door knock them don't tell anybody that i don't door knock i text and phone call (laughs) um final expense leads um just like i do a mortgage protection i treat them the same and They act the same. So, I mean, if they're all going to join the little team, then I guess I'll let them do that. Um, but I treat all of the leads the same. So once I text them and they're in my phone, they get texted every time. Like, so I have this big batch of leads, like let's say I have 400 leads for, um, Johnny and I send all my text messages out you know, this morning. I sent all my text messages out. I think I sent a screenshot of it to Ollie. I had two people come back, say, yes, I wanna book an appointment. One person said, what is this about? And two people said, I'm not interested. So with the not interested people, I say, I will note your file. So then I know the next time I'm sending out a group message, when I see that I, my last message to them was, I will note your file. They're not in the group anymore. Now the group got a little smaller. Um, but then when I add the new A leads in, now the group got a little bigger again. So it's always an active, updated um, Rolodex, so to speak, of customers that are that are current leads that haven't responded, that still I still need an answer from, period. They haven't answered me in any way. So that's what I text. So as far as I'm concerned, if it's a two year old lead, it's just getting the same attention from me as the lead that Johnny got on June 5th and I mean I can't tell you how many times we've pulled those leads out like you know Johnny will be like "Uh, Terry this lead is like a year old or this you know and it's like hey they answered and you know and he writes them it's it's an appointment and it's and it's a good solid appointment and um and, and the one other thing i wanted to say that kind of isn't about it is but it isn't about um text appointments um i've been when i've been booking for ali and Andrew and Johnny, the one thing that I do notice, um, and the reason why I got into text messaging was because I needed to take some time off of writing business because we were selling our business. And that took up a lot of my time, but I still wanted to keep my feet wet in the insurance industry, keep that lingo on my tongue and not be, you know, I didn't want to have to start all over again. So I just started setting appointments. I asked Ollie if I could set some appointments for him cause it would kind of keep me, you know, in the loop. So, but one thing, so it did, I mean, once I got back in, I mean, it's, it's been no problem setting my own appointments, but, but one thing I did learn that I, it was kind of a surprising to me is the one thing that I learned from Ollie and Andrew and Johnny that I think would be some good insight for people is I watched the way they act and the way the three of them act they are what you see what you see is what you get um they're genuine there's there's no five alarm fire they don't get upset i accidentally booked uh, two five o'clock appointments for johnny last week and i was like oh johnny i'm so sorry i don't know how i did that he's like it's fine i'll make it work and he did i mean i mean they just are good people And I, and people see that they see the genuineness in them. And that's why they're all successful agents. And I learned that. So when John says, Oh, I like that you're being honest. Well, I, I, well, I like to be honest, but I, that's how they are. They don't want to walk into a deceptive appointment where I, they don't want that. They want that person to know what they're there for. And it's, you know, and so I learned that from just setting their appointments and watching the way that they act with people and, and they're fine with saying, you know, I'm not really sure. I, you know, I don't know that. Let me check. So they don't have to have all the answers. Um, and, and I think people can respect that. And I think that's important and that's something that you need to take into the home. If you are who you are, you don't have to remember anything. If you're always being honest, then you don't have to remember it because it's, it's just the truth. Right. Um, so I think maybe just getting a system and being, you know, open and honest with people will take you a lot farther than you, than you imagine. Cause I've seen it front row at a front row seat to three top agents doing exactly that.
1: Um, so Terry, a question about maybe just logistics a little bit, you know, Johnny works in a couple different areas. He might work mm-hmm. up in Tuscola County or St. Clair County, and he work in a few other areas. And let's say, you know, you're booking appointments. He's going to be up in St. Clair County, and he's got a little bit of white space. How do you go through your phone with all of those phone numbers, all of those text messages that you've sent? How do you go through and know that it you're You're sending a message out to the people in that geographical area where he's already going to be on Wednesday running appointments
2: right well for johnny it's easy because it's area codes um his area codes are different so i didn't have to really do a lot of um anything creative on a text message um but with andrew that's a different story his um his counties um can have similar area codes and they can be three hours apart so um what i do is um i send the message so i'll say um let's say it's in laporte so i'll put an l and then i'll drop down a line and then i'll say hi this is terry stevens um or hi i'm the appointment center sorry i'm not terry stevens when i'm sending an appointment i'm an appointment center so then i see the l and i know it's laporte or Ask for st. Joe's or whatever little system I use you can even use numbers if that's better for you And you can put it at the top of the tax or at the bottom of the tax um, And people never ask what it is. They never you know, it's just my own internal way So I would say you could even use like a little star um, You could use um, You know an emoji for a different. different mean, Amy as long as you have a system and, and use that system continuously So, you know, oh, I got a book Andrew's got, you know, four openings on Thursday in Saint Joseph. So I go through my phone and find the Saint Joseph leads, Um, or I sit in front of Opt, whichever, um, you know, if if I'm at home in front of the computer then I'll do that. Um, but that's usually how I do it and it, and it works. I mean, sometimes I mess up, don't get me wrong. I booked an Indiana appointment for Johnny last Friday and that was supposed to be for Andrew, but I went ahead and rebooked it. So it's fine. I saved it. But, um, you know, everybody makes mistakes and I guess that's okay. Um, cause we're all kind of learning and we're all kind of figuring our way through. And I think a lot of us just be patient with yourself, but just, you know, do the work. You know, just yeah, and
1: some of those things are to be expected with the kind of activity that you're putting in. I mean, it just it just happens, you know. Right. But, and you know, it it's like crucial, like like traumatic when there's a mistake and you only have five appointments. But when you have twenty right. appointments, twenty five or thirty appointments, and there's one mistake, it's like yeah, hey, no big deal. We'll figure it out. It'll be okay. Mm-hmm. No, no, no such thing as an emergency. So, um terry you've done an amazing job um i mean it is um uh, but i think so much of what you've done and in, in the system you've developed is because you jumped in and you did the work and you found out what worked what didn't work you created your own little system that works for you um and i think that's something that anybody has to do right if they say you know what i want to start calling them and then leaving them a voicemail and then giving them a text message right away and then start to use my phone, you know, as like the entire Rolodex for my lead system, very similar to the way you're doing it. Cause we can't always all be in front of opt or maybe we forgot our leads at home or whatever the deal is. Um, what would you, I mean, they're going to have to figure out the bumps in the road too, aren't
2: they? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing is is that I think when I first started texting, I was kind of shy about it because there wasn't any, there wasn't anybody to follow. There really wasn't any, um, there was nothing. I mean, as far as I knew, I I didn't know anybody else that was texting. So I just kind of had to, you know, feel my way through. Um, I think we've talked before about how I was doing it kind of behind your back a little bit. (laughs) Um, And you're finally like, okay, Terry, I know you're texting my appointments. How many have you texted? But I think there's a lot of things that you can say in text message that you can't always say in um, on a phone call because sometimes people want to get you off the phone fast. So especially when people already have a policy, those are the best. I think those are the best turnarounds um, for mm-hmm. texting um, when they say, well, I already have a policy. I'm all set. And I always say, oh, that's great. You know, then just have it ready. And um, he'll take, it'll only take him about 10 minutes Then just have it ready. Do any of these times work? And um, and that's usually, um, I usually book it and there's not a lot of kickback, but on a phone call, it's harder for me to turn that objection around with the text, Ooh. it's easier. So I think that people will just um, kind of work their way through and, you know, don't be shy about it. Just just do it you know and if it doesn't work then don't do it next time and if it works just you know just kind of always evolve always look at your text messages with fresh eyes and see how it reads to you when you read it the next day go oh i shouldn't have said it that way let me let me reword this just always be willing to read to revamp it a little bit for yourself
1: you know you you sent me a message um the other day and it was i'm looking for it quickly Oh, here it is. With COVID thankfully on its way behind us, the field underwriter is trying to finish up unfinished paperwork. He is requesting a brief meeting to go over your protection options for your mortgage Would tomorrow at 5 p.m. work in your schedule. You know, just always thinking, just always just keeping it fresh and keeping it relatable. And I think that's why you connect so well. Mr. John Kite, are you there? yeah hey thank you so much uh terry
0: and thank you ollie this has been a uh been an incredible um past really half hour or so i mean i i just i can't think i mean i, I knew it was going to be life-changing but i just know for a fact that if people will go back and listen to this recording or this this podcast um and take notes and duplicate i think that it will be absolutely life-changing to them Terry, the only thing that I would ask you to do, um, you know, as, as we wrap up and get off the call today is um, maybe if on the, the Cornerstone Group Me, if, if you can post, like, just, just post from your phone screenshot, maybe a couple of different text messages that you send um just post those um also uh, and i do know that you still make phone calls and dials and things like that i don't know if you have a a dial script uh somewhere i I, and Mm -hmm. and again i i don't say that from a standpoint of you know uh, hey people are gonna look in there and see the secret no but i do i do think it'll be reassuring for people to know that hey Okay, so Terry's phone script and Terry's text messages. I mean, they're, you know, these things are totally duplicatable. And and you're these things have come about because I talk about taking possession of your own mind. I talk about disciplining yourself, being intentional with what you want to accomplish. And it's all just a game of of protecting your thought process. And, you know, whatever you focus your mind to, your brain figures out you know if 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 you if you have to get oxygen in order to live your your brain's gonna figure out it's you know all of a sudden because you've been put in that situation, your brain is gonna act fast you've got that type of genius inside of you, and really, if you look at terry terry's genius this this thing that she's teaching today has come about just because she thinks all the time about, Hey, how, how do I book more appointments? How do I get more appointments for Johnny and Andrew and myself or whoever else that she may be dialing for. And so um, I just love it. So Terry, if you could post those, uh, that'll be great. Thank you for your time today. Um, and in any additional thoughts that you have, don't be afraid to post those as well. So uh, it's 1102. So we're two minutes into bonus time. I'll let you guys go. Let's have a great end of June, and guys, July is going to be off the charts. God bless.